chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside the birthday boy, Thomas Dick. Thomas, first off, happy birthday. And second of all, we got two exciting races this weekend in Richmond. Yeah. Um, shit, my birthday. Spending it in Fayette, Troy, Arkansas. What other, where would you, where else would you rather be? Hunt, uh, Hunts, Troy, Texas. <laughs> Maybe uh, Stark, Troy, Mississippi. So you're a big fan of Detroit is where you really want to be as well. <laughs> big bang boom. So, all right. So we have two races uh, this weekend uh, in Richmond, the truck series going on Saturday and then the cup series going on on Sunday. But first we will break down some news for you um, around NASCAR. And the first one, and he's taking it to victory lane before Kyle Busch with the red nose day M&M's car at Richmond. Uh, it's a sharp looking car. He always got some sort of candy theme. Um, you're gonna have to tell me what the red nose day is for. I, I had it and then I, I lost it. It's to end um child poverty and hunger, I believe. Well, I'm for that, so yeah, I think we all are. So then, uh, some other news. So it's a good, sharp looking car. Uh, some other news Dale uh, Jr. looking to become a cup owner. We kind of hinted at this last weekend, but. It's looking more and more likely that he's going to try to make that jump um, from the uh, Xfinity Series up to Cup Series. Yeah, I think that's a long time coming. Um, I really, you know, stuff happened with the family after the, the dad passed away. It would have been nice if DEI would have just transitioned into his son owning it, but there were some issues with that. and um, It'll be good. I think... Uh, with both them and colleague are, are thinking about it the more depth you have up top um the better so good to see two teams that are that are pretty stable it looks like uh wanting to make that jump yes yeah, so we'll see what happens and uh i think i think you hit the nail on the head there talking about dei and it's a long time coming and kind of need to get the Earnhardts back into the cup series uh since junior's been out we really haven't seen much of them but i think it'd be nice to see uh, that name back in the cup series. The, the thing, thing I had on the list is uh, racing at Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway, unlikely before 2023, basically saying they don't think they can have it uh, ready for 2022. Uh, I mean, that's really good news. It, what it does is it gives uh, people another year to buy land around the fairgrounds and then be all up in no uh, up in arms and pissed off that um, there's noise by their house coming from a fairgrounds. So good for them. Uh, like reading into it, it, I mean, it sounds like they're going full blown. Like it sounded almost like they were saying they were building a whole new racetrack facility. So. Um, people hoping it was like the old Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway might be a little surprised. Um, I don't know how much like the old one it's going to be. I saw our uh, friend Kenny Wallace was tweeting about it, and they're going to have some public hearings coming up uh, in the upcoming month about the NAS, uh, NASCAR Fairgrounds. And there was actually somebody, and I thought of you, I think I might have sent it to you, that tweeted and goes, oh, no, let's, let's listen to the people that decide to move next to a racetrack and complain about how loud it is. <laughs> So, all right, and then uh, the there's an update 
Uh, about the roof at Bristol, uh, there's a they got a cost for it. It cost about eighty million dollars to put uh, a roof over Bristol, and then they are talking about um, putting a cover over the track uh, as well. If they didn't do that, which I mean, we've kind of seen these rain delays. I think it'd be interesting to see somebody try to build a cover to cover um, each track. But uh, eighty million dollars for a roof? You gonna help chip in? Um, uh, I, I have a, a, a collection of pennies. I, I will get a 42,069 pennies. <laughs> I will put in an envelope and ship to, you know, what they need is a movable roof that they can move from track to track. Okay. Why isn't it just, why wouldn't they just have multiple ones for each size? Cause what's 80 million times 20 tracks. I don't know. Why are you asking me math questions? 1.6 billion, probably? Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't know. I mean, to me, the tire thing needs worked out before the roof thing. Yeah. I mean, that that's the biggest thing, especially if they could race, you know, because on uh, Saturday night when it was at Martinsville, it wasn't raining too hard, but I think that was a place where you could have run the rain tires, and we had talked about that, but I don't see the point of – trying to build a roof i think it's just bristol trying to stay in the uh headlines when there's no racing going on there there they got in our headlines one more week yeah and, that's true know, and we're can't... probably the biggest it's probably jay ski and then us for nascar news yeah oh uh, don't forget about toby who toby christie no oh, no we're i'm a jay ski guy okay so, all right, so some other news around NASCAR. Harrison Burton making will be making his cup debut at Talladega with Gaunt Brothers Racing uh, next week. So it'll be pretty exciting to see him. He's part of the uh, Collig Brothers uh, in Xfinity. It's not Collig Brothers. It's just Collig Racing. Uh, well, <laughs> I think there's only one, Matt. He's a Cleveland guy, big into the Indians. I used to be an Indians fan, but now I'm a Padres fan. Um, so that used to excite me more, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's good. I think Jennifer Joe Cobb's also racing at Talladega. These moves are exciting for guys like Harrison. Just it's his first race, but nothing against Gaunt Brothers. I mean, I, I don't know how well he'll be able to compete in their vehicle. We will see. But uh, I mean, it's good to get laps in anytime you can. And another one, uh, this one kind of hits, uh, I think it's aimed towards us. Uh, Kevin Harvick has a special Hunt Brothers scheme at Richmond, and it's pretty. Pretty unique. I forget the company's name, but he's going to have a QR code on the hood of his car. And anytime the broadcast shows the hood of his car, you can scan your camera and it will send you to um, a Hunt Brothers website. And on that website, you can register to win tickets to a race either this year or next year. Or in my opinion, more importantly, 12 lucky winners will win some Hunt Brothers gear. Oh, man. Um, so I already registered for me. And I'm hoping I can win some Hunt Brothers stuff. I'll have to get on there. I just, to me, if you're one of those, hey, we got to move back to North Wilkesboro guys that doesn't want the number moved from the middle of the the, the door towards the back by the tire, you're not going to like, uh, are they QR codes? Yes, QR. Oh, I put QPR codes on the rundown, <laughs> like Queen Parks Rangers, like footy action. Uh, you're not going to want QR codes on the hood of every car in the future, but it might be coming. 
I mean, I thought it was pretty cool and it'll be interesting to see how many people actually do it or look at it. Um, it was also pretty easy just to scan the QR code when I saw the paint scheme online. So I kind of cheated. cheated if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> All right, then one last one. I brought this up to you and it pissed me off to no end. Um, it's the race up in Wisconsin. They got a sponsor, Quick Trip. But it's oh, not, I'm excited. But it's not our Quick Trip. Oh. It's KWIK Trip, which I guess is some other gas station that's up north in Wisconsin in that area. Not the real Quick Trip that has the best pretzels of all time. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I guess you can't trademark homonyms. Is that what that is? It's a homonym? You're asking the wrong guy that question. But yeah, come on, Quick Trip with a KWIK. Like, <laughs> Like that, I mean, at least quick trip, you're like, oh, they got rid of one letter. Quick trip. <laughs> you got two, like, we're trying to fight illiteracy here. And you're just, uh, I don't know. Although we've never been to the other quick trip. Maybe they have a good soft pretzel too. Uh, anybody up north, let us know. Um, send us a video thingy and we'll put it on our Instagram. What's our Instagram? Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. Yeah. Yeah, send us a review of the a quick trip pretzel if they have one. If they don't, why bother? NASCAR, you should ban the other quick trip. Yeah, and we should put the quick trip that sponsored the Atlanta race yeah. back in the fold. You think that's the first time they've ever had two companies with the same name sponsor a race in the same year? Um, well, definitely in the same line of business, I would guess. Yeah. I mean, you might have like a Miller towing and a Miller beer, but this is the first time two gas stations uh, two convenience store gas stations duking it out for our love and affection. Well, first, so let's that'll wrap up our news and notes section from around NASCAR uh, this week. We head to Richmond and tomorrow, Saturday, truck race, the Toyota Care 250, 12.30 p.m. Central Time, green flag at 12.42. One thing that you noticed, Thomas, lack of Fords in this race. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should have noticed at the beginning of the year, um, Thor Sports moved from Ford to uh, Toyota, so that took about four Fords off the grid. Um, Henry Ford was big in the racing. I think uh, he was an anti-Semite, so I really didn't care about him much, but uh, I imagine he's rolling over in his grave right now, just the fact that they uh, they are not even attempting to compete in uh the, the truck thingy and then I, I looked I've been looking at some trade uh, articles and GM recently overtook Ford in the full-size uh, truck wars so I don't know if this is an offshoot I mean are Ford are you gonna stop making trucks uh, it's time to step up be a man and compete you know yeah same goes for Dodge there are no Dodge got out of the business altogether truck racing but uh, yeah as an HHR owner, you know, I'm pretty excited about it, seeing that uh, you you guys with the Fords pushed out. And <laughs> I'm actually jumping online here, trying to get uh, Calvin peeing on a blue oval sticker to put on my HHR. <laughs> so You'll be the hottest guy around on town. Everybody will be looking at you. Just to me, there's nothing more American than a good old-fashioned truck racing and for Ford not to want to compete. I know they've been backed off on GT racing. They've backed off on um, NHRA um you know get back in the game man nothing more americana than racing that's true that's why we love it 
So starting lineup for Saturday's race, Ben Rhodes will be sitting on the pole, followed by Austin Hill. Grant Enfinger and Stuart Friesen in third and fourth. Raphael Lassard and Zane Smith in fifth and sixth. Matt Crafton, Todd Gilliland in seventh, eighth. And rounding out the top ten, Sheldon Crean in Austin Wayne self. Yep, they're running here just the uh, second time since 2005. They ran here last year. It's almost the exact flip-flop of last week when we talked about the the, the uh, Xfinity cars being at Martinsville for the like only the second time since 94 or whatever. Um, so there's not much statistical stuff you can put into it. Um, unless you got, last time you had a nugget that I poo-pooed, uh, that was really a good nugget, but I wasn't strong at reading. You have any of those nugs? Nope. No? Well, then, I mean, last year, Grand Enfinger won. Um, I don't know if you think he'll win this year. I uh, Kyle Busch is in the race, and my golden rule when Kyle Busch is in the race, uh, truck race, you pick him. Unless you think he's going to help John Hunter Nemechek win. And he already let him win once, so I, I don't think he lets him do it again. Well, Kyle Busch will be starting in 12th. How long do you think it will take him until he gets up into the top two? Uh, six laps. All right. Six laps. Right behind him are the uh, three rookies, Carson Hochevar, Haley, Haley Deegan, and Chase Purdy will be right behind him. So who are you going with to win the Toyota Care 250? I, I, I said Kyle Busch. All right. Just because? You don't think he's going to help out his team? I No, I don't think he is. I Like I said, I think he's already let him win that first race. So he's locked into the playoffs, uh, John Hunter Nemechek. After that, Kyle likes to win. And I went back to, uh, you know, he still hasn't won on the Cup Series. And the old uh, – not a parable, whatever I told about COVID when I would lose to, at the little kids table at Camelot or uh, at the adult table at Trivial Pursuit or Risk, I would go to the kids table and win Connect Four and, <laughs> and Candyland. So that's basically what he's going to go do. All right. I'm going to go Grand and Figure One last year, but I'm going to go with Stuart Friesen starting fourth. Um, he's got a couple wins on short tracks. I think he'll be able to get it done. Hopefully anybody but Kyle Busch to win this race. I think these guys work too hard to have some uh, jackass come in and race a couple times a year and steal all their wins. So I hope uh, somebody else besides Kyle Busch, but I'm thinking it's going to be Stuart Friesen to win Saturday's race. You're going anti-Bushwhacker. Yeah. That's the plan anyway. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to Sunday's Cup Series race again at – Richmond and it's a little bit more it's a little bit it's still short track it's about 0.75 miles is what um they're saying it is uh, a little bit bigger than four some mile yeah and so that race will be on Sunday at 2 p.m central time on Fox the starting lineup Martin Truex Jr. last week's winner sitting on the pole Denny Hamlin uh in second Chase Elliott William Byron uh, in row two, Joey Logano and Kyle Larson in row three, Ryan Blaney, Christopher Bell, row four, and in row five, rounding up the top ten, Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch. I'm going to tell you, after last week, I'm, I'm giving statistical analysis a, uh, a couple weeks off because last week there was no bigger statistical shoe-in to win a race ever than Brad Keselowski 
I mean, I rattled off the stats last year, uh, last week. And then going into that race, the last 10 races in Martinsville, two wins, five top fives, uh, nine top tens. I mean, he was a shoo-in and then a couple jackasses jackassed around. And uh, God, he finished in the 30s, I think, something like that. That's just short and track going, racing. And going into this race, Kyle Busch enters with the same statistical shoo-in this last 10 races there. He's got two wins, five top fives, nine top tens. Um, so I personally, throwing those stats out, I'm going with the hot hand. Martin Truex won last week and win this week. All right. You think he's going to go back to back? Back to back. All right. I, I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin because sooner or later, I'm going to keep picking him until he wins, and then I can come back on Monday and be like, hey, I told you the best racer in NASCAR was going to win. Finally got it. I mean, he's come so close uh, every time. He's been the most consistent racer um, every single week. It's the reason why he's winning the points. Um, so I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin, mainly just because he has to win sooner or later. All righty. And then my long shot, I'm going to go first on the long shot, is uh, Brad Keselowski starting way down at the bottom. But as you mentioned, his short track success at Martinsville, um, I think he'll have a chance to compete and uh, maybe challenge Denny Hamlin on Sunday. I mean, he's not starting way down at the bottom. He's starting 10th row. Yeah. Oh, by the way. Middle of the pack. By the way, you gave – what was that stat last week you gave on the people from the front row? Winning? Yeah, I noticed it was higher this week, so I didn't want to bring it <laughs> up. It was like 29% this yeah. week. And the more I think about it, um, my 12% last week was way off because – the fast cars are in the front. So, of course, the fast cars are going to win. You know, my mathematical equation put Quinn Hoff and Josh Balicki into the equation <laughs> without thinking they're not going to win from 30th or 16th row. Um, so, yeah, my long shot. The first thing I want to know, can I call Kevin Harvick a long shot at this point? No, <laughs> he's starting nine. He's starting in the top ten still. But he hasn't actually competed to win a race yet this year. Yeah, well. I'm going Eric Amarola. Um, I'm going to roll the dice. I say he breaks out. He's got to break out eventually. Might as well be here. You think Stuart Haas going to – I have no here? stats to put into it. I just – You just got to – you're feeling a little – you're feeling a little lucky with it. It's more want to. I mean, if you could suffer from having too much want to right now, Eric Amarola probably does. And then uh, I'm not sure if you knew this, but the Hunt or the uh, Wood Brothers, I almost said Hunt Brothers, I'm thinking some pizza. Wood Brothers are still going for their 100th win. And I'm kind of with you. I don't, my confidence meter is not very high for them. If they couldn't win it for Bernice last year or last week at Martinsville, yeah, not I mean, very confident this week. If you were going to win it, it would be for Bernice. Um, and, and that, I mean, they're just too up and down. Like you yeah. can't even picture them gaining momentum towards, hey, eventually winning. Um, I'm putting it at 2.9. Um, until they get a streak going, I can't put them over five until they get a streak of like three or four races where they are have a pulse. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I'm pretty low. I'm about a 3.3 is what I would say. I'm just not too confident. I mean, again, last week was their week, but we'll see. And I figured out why you say Colic Brothers all the time. We got Wood Brothers, uh, Hunt oh, Brothers, <laughs> Colic Brothers, Gaunt Brothers. We, we like the bros, man. We're Team Nose Bros. Yeah. So, All right, so our favorite... I guess, what would you call it? Uh, favorite thing to do every week is pick out the paint schemes. Let's start with the truck wor- truck race, and you got one that you think is good, and it is horrendously ugly. You don't know nothing. <laughs> I'm going Timmy Hill, number 56. Um, it's partly because you're going bald, and I have a sweet-ass head of hair. But uh, I'm going Timmy Hill. He's in the hair club car. Like, the, the car is just... Uh, luscious locks of, of hair from the hood going all the way back to like over the top and the middle of the side. Um, it just looks like a, uh, it sort of looks like Chewbacca, but uh, yeah, so I'm going with that car. Could be sweet watching that thing run with this hair blowing in the wind. I'm going to go, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to go with the uh, Ryan Truex number 40 Marquise 900 wishes Chevrolet hot tub uh car looks pretty sweet nothing too crazy but uh wasn't a lot of options from the truck race you said you showed me one of a wrecking ball going into the car didn't get a good look at it but number 20 uh, spencer boyd i mean it's probably a better looking car but ryan Turex is a sort of honoring uh make a wish so yeah we like uh you know we like helping the kids so i'm gonna go with the number 40 ryan Truex. hope to see that one up near the front looks pretty badass your Cup Series favorite paint scheme. Ryan Newman gets us with the meat products every freaking time. Um, he's in the Oscar Mayer bacon car. Would like to see it more bacony, but it says bacon, and that's all you pretty much need. So last week you said that you were going to try to gnaw off Kyle Bush's door with the Snickers. You're going to try to. We're going to have to. No, because the bacon one? doesn't. The bacon doesn't really look at it. like it looks. You could tell it's not real bacon, but oh, it's a bacon themed okay. car, so. All right. Well, I had two. I might like it a couple times. <laughs> I had two. My first one. Uh, well, I had two, too. I oh, thought we were doing one at a time. Oh, all right. Well, I'll do one. I'll do uh, Corey LaJoy, then number seven, Schluter System Chevrolet. And I hope he doesn't have the same luck that Corey or uh, Ryan Priest had last week at Martinsville because he's got flames on the front of his car. And Ryan Priest had flamed to the back of his car, and his car ended up on fire at Martinsville. So I hope that doesn't happen to Corey LaJoy, but he's got flames on the front. Kind of looks a little Hot Wheels-ish, but anytime you can put flames on the car, it's pretty badass. Well, and, and uh, unlike um, Ryan Priest, if his car catches on fire, it'll look like um, Ryan Blaney with the, the matching unmatching yellows. This will be flames that don't look the same. Um Quinn Hoff, I'm putting back in. I made a late, late change. Quinn Hoff's been out a couple weeks. He's back in the mountain lock car. Um, so good to have you back, Quinn. Are you gonna buy we're gonna buy diecast of Quinn Hoff? I mean, we feel like we love all this painting. Well, I spent all the the stimmy on the uh eye racing <laughs> get up. So I'm gonna need the uh the tax refund to come in first. <laughs> All right, and then my second one is Tyler Reddick, who's made a couple appearances, uh, for me at least. Uh, he's in the number eight Caterpillar What Powers You Chevrolet. Looks pretty badass um, on the side. Um, 
can't really tell what that is. is. That a caterpillar mobile on the left side? I'm trying to see. It kind of looks like a rock man, like the guy from like Fantastic Four. That's who it kind of. That's what it reminds me of on the left side. But it's got some power equipment on it. Looks Dang. pretty sweet. Got a little sunset and some clouds on there. Looks pretty badass. So, Tyler Reddick in the number eight cat. What powers you, car? We figured out if he wins, we get cheddar. He has to win for us to get cheddars. Or is, just that, is that just? Or is that one just when he's in the Cheddar's car? Did we look that up? No, I did not. You did because you got your email from Cheddar's about getting a free. Well, that's my birthday. I get a free dessert because of my birthday. All right. So when are we going? Um, well, I got to go by May fifteenth. So, all right, we'll figure it out. All right, so that will do it. Hey, for good, you. To, good. The listeners get to hear us plan stuff, but <laughs> I'm sure they really care. Well, that will do it for this week's episode. As we preview Richmond, we'll be back on Tuesday to recap uh, Saturday's truck race and Sunday's Cup Series race. Uh, we'll break down some other news. And then we have a very, very, very special guest uh, joining us next week that I'm very excited about. Don't want to ruin it, but as we preview, uh, Talladega will bring some insight into that. So really looking forward to that. Hope you guys are too. We'll tease that a little bit more, but we appreciate you guys for listening. Again, follow us on Twitter at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. Yeah, and I, I was looking the other day. We only got 12 reviews. Um, it sent me into a, 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 depre- a depression spiral. Like, I feel like I know more than 12 people, so I should have more than 12 reviews. Um, I'm just laying a guilt trip on everybody, you know, and I can do it. It's my birthday. So we'll do, we'll see you guys next week. We will see ya. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You're supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo!